So there I was, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary beings, about to welcome listeners to another celestial episode of Cosmic Crypt, when I got a huge break in the case. Turns out PaizoCon, which had previously been cancelled, is going virtual this year. A real humdinger of a revelation. The annual game convention of all things Paizo, originally scheduled for Memorial Day weekend in Seattle, will fall back, regroup, and expand to six days of gaming at a safe social distance online, May 26th to 31st. These Paizo Palookas think of everything, don't they? The event will include seminars and live plays on Twitch, games that will be scheduled via Warhorn, and run on a variety of virtual tabletop platforms such as Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, Astral, and D20 Pro. An official PaizoCon Discord server as a general hangout for Congoers, plus blogs on PaizoCon.com, and more. Oh, that ever-enticing promise of more. By the time this message reaches you, folks, a PaizoCon Online 2020 homepage, schedules, game registration, and more details will have gone live. Players can create a Paizo.com account and get an organized play number in preparation today. GMs can sign in at Warhorn. For more information, email PaizoConOnline at Paizo.com. Keep it short this week. No more monkey business. So let's get back to brass tacks with more of me and my Midnight Squad chums in episode 133. Low Jordan Stitch. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Collect those Wumpa fruits and spin attack through those boxes. It's time to attack the insanity beachhead on another thrilling adventure of cosmic crash bandicoots. I'm your GM here, your gym mapping game master, aka Patrick Papu Papu. And joining me in an island of excitement and controller throwing frustration are my five friends and your player twos. To my right, she's got three seconds to defuse a red crate of TNT. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, this bad dick's got a heavy cannon and a pinstripe paint job. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Bring back those commercials. To my right, guided by his guardian witch doctor mask floating over his so- shoulder, uh, it's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. Just don't make me turtle jump across a bridge, Patrick. <laughs> you have to do five in a row. Uh, <laughs> across from him, this Ripperoo is going to rock you with a riotous razor sharp sword. It's Gerbert Lana's dressed. Hello again. And finally, across the digital table from me, riding a wild hog through the jungle while fighting with his pistol, it's Miles mixing it up with Sprouts. Good evening. Guys, welcome back to the podcast and book two, the increasingly <laughs> difficult book two of Attack of the Swarm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Last yeah. Refuge. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Excellent. A little Patrick. nervous. Mm, I, I I really hope that the first book instilled a great deal of dread. There's no escape now. You escape the planet. There's no getting off the ship. There's nowhere else to go. So you're going to have to deal with whatever is happening here. I am fairly terrified. Mm-hmm. In space, no one can hear you roll natural Please. ones. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, before we get back into it, I know we, we left on a, a, a cliffhanger. Um, a, a very quick design note on the Terminus Wild. Uh, the command deck, the where the um, like the the captain's chair and, and those things, as well as the power core, is beneath the main deck of the ship. I think I mentioned last time you guys were climbing steps to the cargo bay, uh, climbing down to them when in fact you're climbing them up. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm just making a note here to yell at whoever designed this 
ship. Uh, I'm going to get peace of my mind at some point in the future. <laughs> well, I'll send an angry fax if you forward me the information. Well, it makes sense because the Terminus Wild is it's like a, a pleasure cruiser. You know, it's yeah. it, it's it's mainly for the owner, not the the pilot, um, sure. not the not the captain. Yeah, I'm surprised they just don't have like a, a porthole to look out of the pilot. Just like <laughs> oh, everything done by computers, you don't even need to. Yeah, I mean uh, transparent aluminum. I have um, to say, I'm really sad that I didn't keep up with Avenue Five because I feel like that's like what this is. Yeah, no. If you guys uh, have HBO, uh, that's a pretty ingenious one. I was. It, it really reminded me of um, Douglas Adams. Uh, kind of space story. Yeah, uh-huh. it looks really, really fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to checking out when HBO Max launches. That's how I'm going to watch most of all of my HBO this year. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> totally I'm actually a plant uh, by HBO. Uh, H sent me. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good TV to watch these days. But uh, people and we got are, nothing but time. Yeah, people aren't there <laughs> watching TV. They are listening to podcasts because it's great. You can do it and do something else at the same time. <laughs> Our audio adventure. Uh, before we get back into it, though, um, before we get back into the, the cliffhanger of last week, uh, I need someone to remind us about the happenings of the, the bloody cargo bays that we, we saw. And for that, I'm turning to none other than Sprouts Marlow uh, to tell us what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. If there's one thing they don't tell you in any school books or instructional hollow vids, it's how to relax when things start going your way. On the street, I can never rest. The only time when things are going to plan is when I'm pushed up, my back against the wall, blood dribbling down my cheek, and the universe about to throw a haymaker. Well, that's the situation we're in now. I might have taken the captain's chair and gotten us off that rock of Suscalon, but something's wrong aboard the Terminus Wild. Xantos Lurchward isn't the end of my problems, he's just the beginning. Between him, a malfunctioning ship, and whatever horror awaits us in the hangar, at least I know why I never let my guard down, even for a second. Yay, Sprouts Marlow. Uh, so yeah, those are like the captain's log now. Almost. <laughs> I imagine you recording yes. that real quick before you go out and deal with this. Marlow's log, star date, something. <laughs> Marlow's log. Um, right, yeah. And you guys were indeed investigating an alarm going off the rear of the Terminus Wild. In um, reaching the back of the ship, you're going down. No, you're going up through the the engineering bay. Um, and uh, you guys can start popping into this room here via the stairs, the cargo bay that uh, you just kind of give a, a peripheral yeah. glance through as you loaded up the ship and, and made your way through through the evacuation zone. Uh, as you start moving into the room here, indeed, where we last left off, uh, you saw this dwarven evacuee screaming in pain on the ground and, and through the, the haze here, only Trest was able to see inside one of those crates what seemed to have triggered this alarm. Uh, Jabert, as your, your character peers into the darkness, you see an ooze of some kind. Mother of God. Do you have... Uh, life science. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, good, good. It is a, you can tell, it is an ooze or maybe a jello mold of some kind. <laughs> uh, what exactly that means, you're not sure, but uh, it does mean that you can move in the surprise round um, or, or take an action in the surprise round of this combat as we are starting off this episode in initiative turn order. All right, and that's, uh, it's it's that uh, that blue X right there. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's the direction that you see it. And I'm going to bring it over onto the map. Okay. So it's right next to the uh, burger burger batter. How dare you butcher the the name of uh, Brattle Burr Bilge Bratter of the Brinoa Bilge Bratters. <laughs> Um, all right. Let's see here. Uh, this would be a standard or a move action, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Uh, and we should say that you did roll a natural 20 on your initiative, but you are not going first in the initiative turn. Yeah, order. I'm sorry. Say, did, did we not move into the room before we this combat no, started? I, I am literally in the way. I thought he said to move into the room. I'm sorry. That's why. Uh, you guys can, can move in a little bit here. Uh, but yeah, if you are marching in single file order, I think last time we said that Devasho was at the... The yeah. front and Echo Seven and Sprouts were at the end. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, if I've got a standard action, uh, I think I'm going to. I think I'm gonna uh, uh, burn a resolve point here, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna um, try to summon some magical energies together. And I sort of reach out and I I sort of touch uh, Devasho on his back, and I start pulling out energy. And I'm expecting like sort of a bright light to come out that I can uh, project towards this oozy creature. But instead, what comes out is this uh, this black shadowy uh, thing of cold. It's mm. very confusing. But I uh, I indeed launch it over at the uh, the guy. And I'm using, I'm using my uh, summon reinforcements ability. Right. Oh. And burn in a resolve, you can do it as a standard, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Let's I see. just thought I thought you just threw my soul at that thing. I was <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm just uh, throwing this uh, mm-hmm. throwing throwing a guy over there. Throwing a creature out, and it it pops in right immediately after yeah. after you cast it. What what does it yeah. look like? It is uh, it is uh, just sort of like this uh, uh, this thing that looks like this insubstantial just shadowy wispy thing it's almost too hard to see uh it can just sort of uh it can it can hide in plain sight uh and it's got like the small sort of like red glowing eyes so when it looks at you it goes from looking like a strange smoke creature to all of a sudden having bright red eyes oh that's the coolest thing that's ever happened on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah, I'm gonna bring it in, sort of maybe about uh, five feet back from this thing. Okay. Um, so we've got that on the board. Let's go into normal turn order, and I'm going to roll niche for the creature. With the creature. Uh, first up in initiative turn order is Echo Seven. Well, uh, I'm stuck at the back of the hallway, so uh, you can move through, people. Let me do I that. I don't then. know if he can move through me right now. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. He can move can. through Alice. Well, but, but I'm squeezing. Mm. That's yeah, normally I'm with you here, but I think if I'm trying to squeeze through a space like I am currently, I don't know if he can get past me. Sure. I don't know that there are specific rules about that. I've well, never seen I, one. I would say if you knew that was the case, then uh, I mean, I wouldn't say you go to another door, but <laughs> you should at the very least pop out uh, at, at the very beginning here because okay. uh, we did have to have people at least like on everyone else like on the stairs to be able to do a perception check. Okay. So okay, that, 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 that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that over I, here. that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't in the way and that we clarified that. Well, you are in the way, but we still love you, Tyler. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, 
So Echo Seven, you you're, you're not actually in this hallway where we have your figures. Remind uh, you guys are walking up the stairs from the engineering bay. So um, with that, it, it will take about um, maybe ten feet of movement to get to wh- where you have your icon now. Um, uh, what would you like to do, Drew? Uh, I'm going to take a step out here, and as I'm doing so, draw my weapon. Because mm-hmm. I last time a slimy little goblin was there, it took control of me, and I don't like the look of this thing. <laughs> no, I imagine not. Uh, and I'm going to take a shot with my azimuth artillery laser. And that's a four on the dice. Not going to do it with that. No. Um, well... <laughs> Uh, it's a 11 in total that that will be a miss um, but this is um, I mean it's just like a it's like a box <laughs> it's a, a a oddly faintly green glowing cube here um, and uh, it's it's hard to miss I will say but it is kind of behind Brattleboro Bilge Bratter who starts kind of dragging himself away as you guys pop into the room uh, as well as it looks like he has a, a wound on his arm um where a lot of this blood is coming from. Uh, I should say from last week with the perception checks, both Echo 7 and Trest looking into the cargo bay can tell that these crates are broken here and there's what looks like random parts of maybe batteries and firearms uh, as well as shards of this translucent glass-like material kind of strewn across the floor. And Trest, with your perception check from last week, uh, you can tell that this ooze seems to have burst out from within one of these crates. Um, ah, smugglers, the worst kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you had heard something about uh, Gar Malgero, the, the owner of this ship, indeed being into some pretty shady business practices. Oh man, we're going to have to put this ship to only lawful purposes from now on. Um, Zinnia, we are on to you next with uh, 21. <laughs> All right, so can I... Um fly up just a little bit and mm-hmm. sort of hover above uh, Echo and Trust's heads just so I can see in the room? Um, yeah, so there, there's about a 30 foot of clearance if memory serves here in the cargo bay, so you can you know fly up like 10, 15 feet and also see over some of these crates that are still in the room. Okay, can I do that from where, where my token is right now, sort of still on the stairs? Uh, yeah, so just flying up uh, maybe about 15 feet. Yeah. Ten, okay. About 10 feet, I think, is what you'll be able to do uh, moving forward and up. Yeah, I just want a clear shot. Um, okay, I am going to try to identify what this creature is. Sure, that will indeed be life science. Okay. Oh, that's a natural one. That's a 12 mm-hmm. with a DC of negative 5 to the xenobiology. Oh, that's good. Uh, but, oh, that's bad. You have no idea what this is. Besides, uh, I will say you can probably identify this as an ooze of some kind as well. Okay. Yikes! Bad start. Not, yeah, not, not good. Not, not good. Not gonna lie. So, <laughs> since I since I already moved, can I still use my trick attack if I shoot at it? Uh, yes. I mean, well, I, I assume that you're doing that as part of your trick attack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just mean because I did a life science check in the middle, but yeah, the the recall knowledges are free. Uh, free okay. Actions. Cool. So she's gonna take a shot from her place in the sky, or you know, above everyone's head. They didn't get through. There it is. Okay. Uh, CR, hold on. Is it dim or dark? Um, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna call it dim here. Yeah. So. Okay. So CR sixteen or lower. You guys have your your lights <laughs> out and things that might might affect. But it. the attack is only a nine. 
Ooh, no. Three on the dice. That is that is oh, a miss. Usually oozes are the easiest thing to hit in uh, <laughs> in game. I'm so, looking at, I'm looking at a, an EAC and a KAC. It's not, not super high here. It is kind of like uh, bundled in this uh, this crate still, but um, that is a miss all the same. Trust, we are on to you. Um, that, that is the scene that you see ahead of you. Brattle, Brattle, Bratter is looking pretty hurt on the ground prone. Um, and charging rules are the same. You can't charge through uh, an ally, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He'll be difficult terrain for... Um, oh, and Echo 7 is ahead of you, so you wouldn't be able to charge through him. Right, yeah, he, yeah, right. If he's standing in front of me, I can't charge through that square. Mm. All right. Yeah, right now you are, what, maybe 30 feet away from... Um, 25. I have... Would you like to guess what my move speed is? <laughs> it's 20. No, oh, no. <laughs> Can we get uh, Bilge Bratter Bear Bear out of the way? Oh, Bilge, Bilge Bratter. Get, get Build a Bear Workshop moving. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to uh, step up here and, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, step up here and I guess mm-hmm. I don't have another, I guess I have a standard action. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing to do. So there's I'll, a lot of debris on the ground if you want to sling something at him. I suppose that's true. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got uh, cantrips here. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of cantrips here. Let me do a uh, telekinetic projectile. I'll just grab some of this glass and just try to, like, slash it right through the ooze. Let's see what the dice say. Is glass this ooze's only weakness? All right. I'm trying to remember how that... I think that's just a regular ranged attack. Uh, yeah. Yeah, against KAC. Yeah, 19 versus KAC. Uh, that is a hit. Ooh, four, four points of damage. Yeah, baby. All right, all right. First, first damage on this thing. Thank goodness. <laughs> and uh, shadow creature is going to going to dive in. Mm-hmm. Zip, zip. So it, it's moving into the square of that ooze, correct? Mm-hmm. Like Scrooge uh, McDuck. Yeah, I will say this guy hasn't gone in the initiative order yet. I did not make a perception check to see if they were kind of taken aback if they didn't realize you guys were coming up the stairs. So let me do that now. Uh, we'll make this a pretty hard one. This is DC 15. They, this ooze, um, hmm, actually I'm going to make this a little bit less. They have blind sight uh, within uh, vibration 60 feet, so this one's not going to be too hard. Didn't roll low, though. I didn't roll low enough. Five on the dice. Uh, this is not uh, flat-footed, so it will have its reaction attack. It's going to try and reach out, and you see a a, a gelatinous arm kind of like swat at the, the shadow creature as it, mm-hmm. as it moves into its square. Bow, bow, bow. And a four for on the attack dice. What's what's the uh, uh, your sh- summoned shadows uh, KAC? Twelve. Oh my, that's a hit. Oh no. <laughs> uh, all right, the four of damage coming your way. Uh, seven points of bludgeoning and fire damage. All right. It's gone. <laughs> yep. Just wisps out of existence. Okay, goodness gracious. Uh, I will say, as you move, you're about 10 feet away from this this ooze now. Uh, the environmental protections on your SDF armor start, like, pinging rapidly. Uh, as you are standing in low radiation um, right now, your armor is absorbing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you saw <laughs> the... Uh, the shadow creature like boil in radioactivity as it uh, got blasted out of ex- uh, existence here as well. Mm. 
Um, okay, that, that is your turn, Trest. Which means... Nope, it's my turn. <laughs> oh, bad things. Bad news bears. Because there, there's not a... There's not a ooze, uh, nor a radioactive ooze of any sort here. There's two of them. What? There's two. Let me get this other one on the map. He just kind of pops out of this box over here. Oh, thank goodness that one's closer to me. Um, And it's it's almost equidistant because of the boxes, how they're right here between where Echo 7 and Sprouts is and Devasho. Uh, I'm going to roll D6. This might be, <laughs> I mean... Uh, my retroactive glasses uh, are not 2020 prescriptions. Uh, I think this might be one of the more important rolls of, of this season. So let me roll a D6. One, two, three is going to go towards Echo 7, four, five, six, Debasho. Oh, no. <laughs> I've rolled a two, and it is indeed going to move over here to Echo 7 and Sprouts Marlow. Oh, no. Oh, no, guys. Bad news bears. As uh, So this one is moving up on you trest and another one pops up behind you uh i need the three of you echo seven trest and, and sprouts to all go ahead and make me a a very important fortitude save for radiation poisoning oh, no it's my worst one uh this is medium radiation poisoning and that's dc 17. <laughs> Now, mind you, your armor gives you a plus four to that. Plus four to, to all radiation. Sprouts, natural 18. Echo seven uh, and 18, so like 22. Uh, those are both passes and Trest. Oh no, oh no, Trest. An eight on the dice, uh, that is 14, and that is gonna be a fail. Oh no. It's been a while since we've had these rules, and boy, oh boy, are they horrific. I, I was kind of joking around with you guys that this is, uh, I was joking around, this is like a super dangerous fight. Anytime radiation is in effect, it is sickeningly uh, difficult to track and hard. Uh, this is the constitution poison track, Jabert, and you are moving from healthy to weakened. The main thing weakened does is it gives a negative two to just about everything constitution related. Uh, in addition to that, um, Echo 7, Sprouts, and Trest all take seven points of damage from the poison. Oh. Even if you saved. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much. And does that take into account our, ardor, our armor mitigating any of that? or? Yeah, the, the armor does nothing against, yeah, your skin kind of boiling, uh, I guess in your case, maybe metal plating um, becoming radioactive here. Um, that damage is just for any poison. Uh, you take the DC minus 10 in, in damage on the initial uh, contact, uh, whether you save or not. <clears throat> um, great, great. Uh, I won't sugarcoat things. Uh, these poisons aren't terrible unless you remain within the aura for extended periods of time because if you go down Jabert, another rung on that constitution track um, to impaired I think is the next one uh, that's when the disease radiation sickness comes into play and that is I mean, straight up just a, a PC killer so FYI uh, they move up and <laughs> that's, that's not all of their turn believe it or not they also get to, to make an attack uh, which they are going to do Oh, good. Um, yep, so each of them is going to strike out. Uh, once again, I'm going to one, two, three, sprouts, and four, five, six, 
uh, Echo for this one. Uh, Echo 7 is going to try to to hit you. Let's roll that first. Um, what is, what's your KAC, Drew? 19. Uh, that is a fail. I've rolled a 9 on the dice. And the same thing's going to happen with Trest. Did I roll the dice? Yes, I did. Here it comes. A nine on that as well. Are you similarly heavy KAC, uh, Jabert? Uh, yeah, I've got a 15. Mm, that's not or sorry, bad. KAC is a 17. KAC of 17. Thank goodness. A nine, though, is going to be a hit on that one. Oh, boy. And another D4 plus four. Six points of damage to Trest. It just, wham slams into mm. you, and you can kind of feel the the wound burning uh, like a you know an unnatural burning sensation as uh, it cracks open your chitin. Mm. Uh, that is their turn. Surprise, Marla, we're on to you. All right. Uh, so how how far is the their area effect? Uh, great question. Do you have life science? Uh, can try. <laughs> Don't roll a one. That would be my suggestion on this roll. <laughs> It's a 10. Oh, no, that's not going to be enough. Um, at the very least, you know um, that uh, you're, you're being affected by it uh, standing within five feet right now. Okay. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm going to point my, my blast right at and I'm going to pop further into the hangar, kind of just below kind of the middle of the room. So you're trying to move past it? Mm-hmm. So doing so is going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Yep. Oh, nope. oh, you're marking it as your target, right? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, letting you off this time, Marlo. <laughs> with a warning. I hate operative so much, you sneaky little plant investigator. <laughs> uh, so you're moving kind of behind it. Yeah, and you see. Yeah, um, he's, he's, just, he's just kind of like, he like hops off of Echo and kind of just, you know, around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is going to shoot with his, his static pistol. Okay, it's CR 10 or lower. That is a success on the trick. A 12 on the dice. Against its, uh, is it is this just EAC? Your uh, I think so. Static pistol? Yes. Yeah, static, it's, static it's, pistol. It's, it's EAC. Uh, yes, that is a hit. Uh, All and right. a huge one as you see the electricity surging and from this small wound you open up in its back electricity arcs out through the entirety of this thing and it kind of uh, starts melting down how much yeah. damage did you do here um eight attack from the trick attack and it's also um flat-footed mm-hmm. and four from the blaster so that's 12 points of damage um, okay, it looks like it actually does more than that, as this thing is nearly fried uh, in what? one hit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is reduced in size by more than half, and you see about half of its mass just kind of sloth off uh, into a, a sickening uh, but dark green puddle now. It's, it's like lost its luster. Sprouse doesn't surprise easily, but he is definitely kind of taken aback by how that happened. Yeah, your tiny little pistol just nearly, nearly KO'd this thing. He's just, he's just <laughs> looking at it like, eh? That's the Sprouts. Uh, you love them. You're captain. <laughs> maybe, maybe making you guys survive this fight. We'll see. Uh, Devasho, bottom of turn order. Tyler. Woohoo. Uh, Jabert, how's Trust looking? Uh, it hasn't gotten through my SP yet. Okay. Uh, let's, Patrick, can I, I, I know there are some crates here, but this slime is within, is 10 feet away from Debasho right now. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to call it a slime. This ooze is 10 feet away. Uh, unless you think those boxes are in the way. It kind of looks like Slimer. 
Yeah. Uh, would you rule that I can uh, bash this thing from where I'm currently positioned? Uh, you can. It'll have a plus two uh, bonus to its AC, though. Mm. Okay. Let's let's still try it. Yeah, there's not a lot of good that way I can at least get places oh. for you to stand and, and not kind of be squeezing yeah. or in other people's yeah. way here. It's difficult. So move action to form the shield, and then let's punch. Punch away. And I rolled an 18 on the dice. Ooh, that is <laughs> super hits. <laughs> almost. Uh, almost. 24, I'm assuming, is going to hit. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, minimum yeah. damage, eleven points of damage. Oh goodness gracious! Okay, that is enough. Uh, and you bring your shield down and just flatten this thing like a pancake, and goop explodes in every direction from your your bludgeoning attack, uh, and it is no more. It, it is very dead. Uh, that's good. That's good for, that's good for <laughs> that me. party over there. Uh, yeah, Devasho feels invigorated. He hasn't really dispatched something <laughs> in a long time. He's felt uh, more like a hindrance. So this this is a this is a boost to him. Celebrate good times. Come on, everybody. Maybe this uh, maybe this maybe this uh, dark influence is a positive thing. We are done with turn one, and we're back to top of turn two. Echo seven, we're on to you. Uh, Echo seven is going to move to the southern part of the room. Mm-hmm. Moving past the, the now dead ooze. Yes. Uh, and while uh, while making that move, I want to swap weapons to my mm-hmm. uh, my hail cannon. Sure. So you can drop your other one as free action and pull that one out as you move. Uh, so you, you did have a, a fire weapon before, and now you're, you're switching on up. So switching up to, to, to cryo. Hope that okay. maybe might seems like fire and something that gives off radiation wouldn't really combine, but I don't know. If only someone had rolled that life science check, we, we'd probably know these things. Uh, Echo Center's furiously Googling or space Googling. Uh, <laughs> Spoogling. So let's, let's, uh, ooh, no. Uh, let's <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Natural yeah. 20. Hey, awesome ooh. job. We we know what's happening here, though, right, Drew? Oh, no, is it crit immune? Oh, come on. You got to know about them oh, ooze immunities. No. <laughs> them ooze immunities. We've been playing this game too, too long. They are, of course, immune to critical hits. Boy. I feel like this is the second time this has happened to me in this campaign. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, not a critical hit, but, uh, oh, uh, that'll that'll hit. That'll do. <laughs> How much uh, damage did you do there? Seven points of damage. Do I at least get to, to get a call out or anything like that from the listeners? <sighs> hey, I'm sorry. The rules are written as they are written. Uh, we call them out when you actually get a critical hit. <laughs> oh, listen to that, oh. listeners. Patrick doesn't yeah. care about natural 20s. He only cares about crits. <laughs> That is correct. You can roll a, a, a natural 20 on a skill check, and we're not calling you out. Um, but speaking of, uh, that, that's your turn as you, you moved and attacked here. Uh, yeah, this one's uh, looking uh, pretty hurt now. About uh, half of its mass has been uh, sloughed away from a couple of hits. Um, Xenia, you are up next. Yeah, Xenia's going to uh, pretty much... Maybe fly a little bit forward, but still way up in the air um, and fire at this other cube. Can I try to identify it just for funsies? Uh, you're, uh, no, 
Uh, no. You can try again after the combat if you have access to okay. uh, your computer or something like that, where you can can look up things uh, in okay. Spoogle. But uh, uh, during combat, you just get that one. That, All right. And that one that you rolled, unfortunately, is not going to help you. Nope. All right. So I'm going to take a shot with my laser pistol. Ooh, CR four or lower on the trick. Uh, that is successful. Okay, good. And uh, 24 on the attack. Uh, that is a hit. So that's a total of six damage. And that is fire damage. Yes. That does seem to affect it. Good. Bingo bongo. And there was much rejoicing. It is looking really hurt as we come back to you, Jipper, back to Trest, who is now feeling a little sluggish, feeling a little sick to your bug stomach. Mm-hmm. You are, are weakened by this thing. Oh, so, you can yeah, tell. So the weekend is just for uh, constitution, right? Not for yeah. attacks and stuff. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah, almost nothing else uh, is is affected right now. All right. Um, I hear, Jabert hears what Patrick is saying vis a vis stepping back. Trust, don't know about no science facts. <laughs> He's going to cut this thing in half. Oh, oh you, can, you can attack and then move back. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call you for metagaming that. Like you're you're feeling hurt. You're feeling unwell. Come on, attack. <laughs> no, probably you, covered radiation and bug school. Or are you are you doing a single attack or a double? That's what I'm trying to decide. Mm. You hear you hear a whisper psychically tingling your antenna. Go for broke. All right. Yeah, we'll do we'll do two. We'll do two. No. That, that, that whisper is the GM. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick always has our best interests at heart. With minus four. <laughs> Pretty sure that was the Forever Queen uh, Hylax. All right, uh, good thing. I've got another one coming. All right, yeah, that five on the dice is not going to do it. I'm very glad you did double attack. <gasps> 14 versus KAC. That is a hit, and you yes. slice this thing in half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was dangerous. Oh man, I didn't have any resolve left. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't 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 relax too much, guys, because there's a lot more crates, and there were already two of these things in crates. You know he's got more of them that are gonna pop oh, out. I was gonna say first things first. We we gotta smash those other crate and crates and make sure there's nothing else coming out of them. Oh no! First things first. We yeah. need to not smash the crates at all. <laughs> yeah, <Brattleburg laughs> Maybe take a rest Just first. Just the, the dwarf is on the ground uh, screaming in pain. You guys. That's fine. Let's let's uh, yeah, run out of here will... and lock him up the airlock. <laughs> Zinnia will um, take care of the hurt person or try to. Uh, is there a med bay on this ship? Can can Devasho scoop this guy up like a baby and take him somewhere else? There's not a med bay, um, but you you know basically have a makeshift science lab set up in your galley uh, below oh. deck. Uh, we should leave someone behind to just watch over the crates or we can lock down this Mm-mm. room. I remember that 12 hours later thing. Uh-uh. I ain't going. To, I, I am not staying here. <laughs> well, then, I mean, I guess Devasho is partially undead. He's probably the best to stay here in case there are more. <laughs> uh, I just feel like I don't want to just have us all leave this room and then have these things get out and just start wandering around the ship. The, the dwarf is is uh, is screaming like, oh, please don't let me die like my cousin Dervor Creel on the, the ground. <laughs> he died before he even getting to be voiced by the GM he did. What a world. Uh, I mean, can, can, we, can we airlock everything that's in this room? Like take all the people out and just airlock all the crates? Yeah. I mean, uh, there are stairs leading down into the... There are, there's no door on the stairs and the stairs lead down into the power core. So 
that there's an airlock in the immediate south of this room. There does seem to be a lot of stuff in here, including, um, you know, the, the collection of UPBs that you guys have pulled out of the hangar bay. And now there looks to be weapon parts and things on the ground. Um, while, while you're taking a look at this, make, uh, make me an engineering check. I have a question about this. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that there was a glass-like substance on the floor. Do mm-hmm. we know what that is? That's a good question. I think it might be glass. I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like some sort of transparent aluminum radiation-proof stuff that was keeping these things in check. So with that engineering check, um, yeah. you can actually tell that as you guys are, are looking at the crates and things here, there does seem to be a lot of... Um, uh, material and very useful objects, but the remains of these oozes, the liquid is kind of almost evaporating, and it, you're left with these little cubes, uh, these little kind of crystalline cubes, and you can tell, uh, looking at these, that these are uh, basically aligned to work as UPBs. Um, in fact, if you do kind of <laughs> drain this this deck a little bit and, and clean up all the shots and, and things... This is going to be from both of them. If you take the time to drain the 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 remains, basically, and clean them up, uh, eight hundred UPBs, uh, four hundred from each, I should say. Uh, and uh, Zinnia, if you uh, afterwards or, or, or take some time to look these up, these were indeed uh, radioactive assembly uses, um, assembly uses that could have been recaptured and are basically like a a matter printer. Um, people load them with UPBs and they can print out things. Um, uh, you know, you, you put in a gun and it'll, it'll like continuously print out copies of that gun. Uh, but yeah, these things indeed were radioactive and boy, how do I love running these encounters? Uh, super dangerous. Very happy that uh, you, at least one person had a uh, electric weapon because they are indeed vulnerable to electricity damage. Um, Miles did 18 points of damage. That wow. That was 18 yes. points of damage on how much initially? Uh, well, uh, well uh, yeah, yeah, because it's one and a half times. But yeah, they, they only have uh, 22 HP thereabouts. Oh, so Oof. yeah, Oof. It, it, it was down to about four. Um, and uh, as you're kind of sifting through here and taking the, the dwarf uh, away from medical care, uh, you also find uh, some other useful items among the crates. Uh, a stalker assassin rifle uh, from the Starfinder Armory, and a suit of graphite carbon skin armor. They are broken down into pieces, but you can reassemble them together. Is that light or heavy? Leave light. You can you can take a look at that as uh, oh, and there's also you find a stash uh, in a a crate that is labeled emergency medical supplies. Uh, but as you open it up, if you're trying to get something to help uh, poor uh, Prattleburr, uh, it is <laughs> about a grand worth of recreational drugs. Hey, uh, baby! That's how we smuggle them, baby! <laughs> All right. I'm get your... Digging that. Bliff Blorfs and Cribble Crabbles. <laughs> now, is this something that we could sell this on the black market for a different cost than just selling it? Well, we certainly could if we were unethical, but... As members of the SDF, we must uh, uh, return this to the authorities. Or airlock it right now. 
Uh, just I'm gonna start pushing it into the airlock. Like, <laughs> or you could give it to Raz. He'll get a nice turnaround for you guys. We'll take some time. Yeah, we can have a criminal on board. They can bring him to push it. But no, no, Raz is doing so well. He's he's coming so far. <laughs> he's Jesse Pickman, and you know it. If you um, uh, take a moment, remember your SDF training. Uh, you know that uh, you get kind of a bounty for. Um, bringing back contraband and destroying it. So if you are able to make it back to an SDF um, garrison or, or outpost, uh, you would be able to basically get a, a voucher for, for what it would be worth on the black market. Brilliant. Or, or we could turn this into a pleasure cruise. <laughs> a real pleasure cruise, if you know what I'm saying. We're flying through the drift high and low. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got any um, Bliffledorfs? Be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did. Oh <laughs> uh, boy! Anyway, like season two crew might have been down for that. Yeah, that's 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 pretty true. My my um, my prologue for this book of you guys uh, screaming as you pull. Uh, I guess Browber is the only one really injured here from from the the cargo bay was not as frightening as I thought, but because no one. Uh, had to deal with radiation uh, disease, like sickness. Um, really good that you uh, double tagged that turn because yeah. Yeah, if that thing had come after you, right? I mean, like, I mean, I, mean, I, w- I would have just five foot stepped back and I knew it was just gonna step up and just eat me. <laughs> yeah, what was the radiation range on these things? Uh, for the medium, just five foot. Okay. Uh, the medium radiation, which is the one you guys are affected by, the low radiation is, is 10, 10 feet. Um, but your your armor, everyone has. Uh, I believe you said your armor environmental protections up as you went into this room. So. All good there. Um, yeah, so you guys want to take Brattleburr um, back um, below deck to uh, to be treated? Yeah, to Zinnia's makeshift lab, if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, is your your plant pet child? Uh, <laughs> uh, is it is it like hidden in there? Uh, yeah, I think like it's a- in a cabinet right now. <laughs> Yes, excellent. Uh, okay, so you, you can bring him back in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a roll for these live. He he did have a couple of round of exposure. He's a hardy dwarf, so he's got a bonus to fortitude. So I'm gonna roll these. Okay, no, no, <laughs> he he was at least in the poison effect for a couple of rounds and failed both of those. So goes down the track. Yikes! Comes comes after weekend impaired so he became impaired and he will have to roll and see if he can beat the disease he does not uh as you get him back up there you can tell that he is he begins like projectile vomiting uh and uh his like beard hair starts falling out in in rough patches uh and he says oh i can't believe they got me those those disgusting oozes they got me he's not dangerous to me is he like is he contagious uh, no, once you actually kill those oozes, their radioactivity kind of ceases. And once you're outside of the aura of radiation, uh, you're clear of the, the poison. Um, the, the screaming attracts the attention of maybe some other evacuees who start coming up to or down to the, the command deck uh, in Xantos. Uh, you can hear him yelling over the crowd uh, from outside and says, what, what was that thing? What, are we safe? What, what attacked you all? It was it was a strange ooze, two of them, in fact, and they seem to be radioactive. Uh, Dwarf here is not doing so well. He has a name, Rebecca. 
Brettelber Bilge Bredder, something like that. Oh, Bar- I'm, I'm dying, but that's still very <laughs> offensive to my people. <laughs> I can't pronounce my name less. I tried. Brettelber. The strict tongue. I, I I can't form uh, <laughs> dwarven consonants very well. I apologize. Um, Sprouts, he'll, he'll come. Xantos will come right up to you and says, "What was that thing? Are we safe?" For the moment, we pierce. We're in the clear. What was it? How did it get on board? That I don't know. Looks like someone's been smuggling some contraband, and these gelatinous creatures might have been one of them. <laughs> Do you mean to tell me you all didn't sweep the ship before you boarded it? I, I thought you all cleared the entire hangar bay and the ship before you called us down to, to embark. <laughs> How reckless and haphazard are you, SDF buffoons? This man could have been killed. I'm sorry. Would you rather have us uh, let you have the... Sw- would you rather have us let the swarm have you? because they were right in our tails. We didn't exactly have time for a tip-top cleaning. We've, we've had plenty of time over the last day. I can't believe it. First, we lose an entire day of travel, and now this. Um, passenger Elliot Stiltz is, is right there, maybe. Kalor Gishy, and they're like, what? what? Lost a day of travel? What, what, what do they mean? Has something happened to our flight plan, Captain Sprouts? Nothing you need to concern yourself about. We're on course, and we're fine. Uh, it looks like... Rattleburr is going to need a, a good deal of attention, uh, but this disease is like a once-a-day thing, uh, and we, we can roll for it as we continue on. But you guys are like out of danger now. Uh, you're able to go back, and you can get the um, the weapons, the armor, and the, the UPBs uh, and kind of clear out the... Um, the rest of the cargo bay as as you go. Um, so were those things affecting our course? Is that why we were off? The radiation they were putting off? As you go back and look at them, it seemed like they had plastic enclosures inside the crates that they just ate through over time. Um, it seems like they just got through them, uh, you know, maybe an hour ago. Um, not not a long time ago. It has been, um, you see bits where it has disassembled and kind of reassembled into UPPs, uh, you know, different parts of the, the crates and, and some weapons. Um, uh, Zinnia, yeah, af- after you look these things up and maybe with Xantos's guidance, can tell what these are and the fact that both of them were about to undergo mitosis and we would have had four <laughs> uh, of these fun things. Yeah, but that's a lot more UPBs, right? Well, once uh, they use the UPBs for the mitosis, so no. Oh. <laughs> a lot <Okay>. less, actually. <laughs> but you can, you know, breed these things up and just feed them matter um, to uh, to make more of them. I think Xenia would, would speak up and, and with the kerfuffle in the hallway. Xantos, mm-hmm. we can fight all you want, and maybe we SDF soldiers aren't doing what you would have us do, but make yourself useful if you want to criticize our the way we're doing things. Mm-hmm. Can you help me with the dwarf? I will be in my lab synthesizing some pain medication, perhaps, for him. If he is indeed contracted radiation poisoning, though, um, I'm unsure how much it will be able to help. But if, if we're not able to get him back to Ultranius in time and get him proper medical uh, care from a facility, you know as well as I that he may die. Uh, he, he'll also kind of give this same spiel to you, Sprouts. Um, and I can tell you guys, uh, out of game as well as in game, uh, I mean, right now he is, uh, he has basically a, uh, a flat roll for fortitude mm-hmm. and the, uh, the DC, 
um, for each of the the days for the radiation poisoning is 17. So it's it's hard. Um, there are things that you can do to give them uh, like full bed rest and um, uh, med care that can give them a little boost to that. But it is it's still very dangerous. In a matter of days, uh, he can go f- to um, uh, debilitated. Uh, wait, no, what's the next step for the disease? I think there's only a couple more steps for um, for death, unfortunately, for radiation sickness. Trust is in the in the clear now, though, right? Uh, so Trest only had the poison. You are indeed poisoned until you can rest again. Um, so you yeah, that's have... going to happen. That's going to happen right about now. <laughs> yeah. One way or uh, another, that's happening right now. You've got the weakened state. Um, uh, so so that's going to stick with you. But I think once you rest, that goes away. Um, but that's like one of the only ways to get rid of it, <laughs> um, which is pretty, pretty I, I guess, uh, I think remove radioactivity. Uh, the spell might get rid of it too, but that's right. like yeah. pretty high level, right? It's, it's, I think it's like a level one or two spell. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, if you rest up and you guys can go about that now as uh, the, the craziness of that fight is over and you can, if you want, you can pick some more downtime stuff. If you want to, divide up and, and rest again. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> I was I was really worried about one of these things going after Devosho and just like messing him up completely. But I think with some of your new powers, Tyler, you would have been the best choice. You, you, what's your fortitude save right now? Um, that's a great question because I just changed it. I should mm-hmm. know this. Plus six? Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty plus... Good. 10 with your your armor bonus so uh but yeah um if you guys have something to do um or if you want to talk to anyone um does anybody besides stress just want to immediately go into to to sleep to rest uh i'd like to rest for rp mostly i mean mm-hmm. i'm good on sp and hp but really need some resolve yeah, Sprout's probably, I mean, he did, didn't really get a full sleep before any mm-hmm. of this happened, and he's had to deal with Xantos for the last, what, 36 hours, and he needs a break. I will say I'm going to start uh, putting you under sleep deprivation, which I think you're affected by uh, as a plant if you uh, if you don't get some bedtime. Yeah, so um, he, he, he needs some sleep. Uh, perhaps a plan to shoot Xantos out the airlock would be also good. I think we, we might we need to work on that. Just Maybe saying. in your downtime you can <laughs> plot his demise. Your dreams of, <laughs> yeah, of the downtime activity. Uh, plan assassination. <laughs> um, no, uh, but he. Before he he heads to bed, he is gonna uh, ask Zinnia if um, if she knows any other way to make better time, since she's kind of the pilot of our crew. Improve our course yeah. now that it's set. Yeah. So you have it set. If you are worried about someone altering it, um, you can you can try to make a computer's check to to do like a lockout code. Well, so Sprouts doesn't know that much about piloting and mm-hmm. so he's hoping there might be some some trick some some maybe again because he doesn't know like something he could do to power the the uh propulsion to make the ship go a little bit faster because he knows now we're on a clock so this man doesn't die well yeah. i think physics are physics and there's not a whole lot i can do to make things go faster but i can prevent what happened earlier from happening now by trying to lock down the computer lock down our course so that we don't get off track again yeah um 
Uh, go ahead and make me a computer check if you want to do that. Now, do you want to uh, Zinnia herself keep this password uh, private, or is this something you would share with uh, someone else? Um, I'll share it with the captain. Okay, that's it. What, what's the password? Um, She'll share it with Thunderball. <laughs> it's a lot of characters. I, I don't know. It, it'd be very boring to listen to on an audio podcast. Owls um, are the letter R, cool, K E W L. It's probably um, about it. So go ahead and make it. This is burb life. What, 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 <laughs> what was your uh, computer's check? Uh, 22. Okay. So, yeah, basically, someone's going to have to beat a DC. 22 check if they want to come in and and make alterations to the the course um so who uh devasha you didn't really take much damage are, are you going to take like an extended bridge i guess duty while while the rest of your the party sleeps yeah i think i'm just going to take a yeah take an extended watch somewhere patrol around make sure people are calm um you know, take care of the passengers. Okay. Um, is Hold on. Can Zinnia, uh, before she heads off to bed, um, tell Devasho, if he's staying on the bridge, uh, keep an eye on Xantos. Make sure he doesn't mess with any of the computers. I would not know if he was messing with a computer or not, as I am terrible with these electronic devices. But if he does something suspicious, I will certainly make you all aware of it. Thank you. I've had to monitor screen time for my children for years. Yes. <laughs> Some of my youngest keep watching the same online show over and over again. It drives us crazy. The opening song is a particular annoyance to me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard this baby shark? Let me play it for you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so you guys can can rest up those of you who are. Um, let's see here. Let's go through. Uh, uh, Rebecca, <laughs> by the time you wake up, um, Xenia, uh, her new pet is uh, psychically like screaming through the, the walls, like in your direction, just very needy. Like, where are you, mother? <laughs> mother, where are you? I do not like this thing at all. I'm not sure I do either. Zenny is going to try to love it. Um, it's like an annoying toddler. Uh, okay, she'll go check on it. Do I have all my RP back? If not, I'm just going back to sleep. Yeah, the next next day you guys can, we'll, we'll fast forward for you at the very least, uh, eight hours so you're able to, to rest. Um, as, as it comes back within visual range of you, it peeks out of the cabinet and says, Oh, there you are, mother. Uh, have you thought about an identifying a name for this corporeal being. I I was thinking of naming myself uh, Zoltrak, destroyer of the multiverse, but I'm open to suggestions. I think we're going to go with, how do you feel about Amy? Amy, destroyer of the multiverse. It is decided. That will it's, fit me well. It's short for amygdala. It's a, it's a noble name. Ah, I yes. hope you will live up to it. That sounds very smart indeed. And it rolls off the tongue, mother. I'm glad you like it, sweetie. <laughs> Gosh, I just need, I just called it sweetie grass. Yeah, uh, that's really... Uh, it is <laughs> as maybe uh, shrill and annoying as it is in your mind. Uh, it is able to help you while studying your swarm samples uh, you pulled from the battlefield of Suskelin. Um, while you're studying, though, just something nags at you. Uh Besides Amy, the uh, the plant computer monster, uh, it sounds like just a far off voice 
the edge of your your hearing and you you look down and the the crystal uh, you got from the temple hylax is glowing slightly and is slightly warm to the touch um, do you think Xenia would be able to focus on her scientific studies if she has this enigma around her neck I think she would be intrigued um, by by its warmth is I mean is there any way that she can detect why it would be warm to the touch if you had picked a different class <laughs> starfinder class yes there's there's a very easy uh, way to do that but um, uh, besides uh, you know doing a great deal of study on this thing or, or getting outside help um, it is it is indeed very mysterious hmm I think she would I, I... I think she would probably see it as any of her other, you know, um, any of her other samples, even though this one is different, she would probably keep it locked in a cabinet. Um, but yes, I think it would be distracting and uh, uh, she would probably take it off, at least for the time being. Um, while this is happening below deck, perhaps, uh, Trest, after you rest up, what do you what do you think? Uh, you'll be doing. Um, you, you feel like you have flushed the uh, the radioactive toxicity from your system, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it leaves you like extremely hungry or something the next day. <laughs> yeah, that that seems. I mean, that seems probably likely. I feel like I haven't really, I haven't stopped to eat in a while, so um, I'd probably yeah, uh, been taking care of other people first. Yeah, you know. Um, now we got a little chance to breathe um i guess i'd spend maybe like i don't know i guess like you know most of probably honestly most of the day just like resting um mm-hmm. i imagine even though you're you get over the radiation it's uh it's like a it's like a real bad hangover um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so i probably just got like a there's like a pack of peas to my forehead <laughs> yeah no you can um um uh, we didn't talk about it but are, are were you gonna uh, see if you can like heal your own wounds. Did you get into any HP damage or? Um, yeah, I've still got some uh, right now. Um, I mean, right now it, I'm only down three. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like maybe I've just got like a few like cuts and and nicks here and there. Uh, well, if you rest, you'll, you'll you will get three back. Are you are you factoring that in? Yeah, I'm still down a little bit. So, okay, but um, so so it's so I've, but you know it's just a, just a few cuts and bruises. It's not a big deal, and it's a. Uh, I'd rather have the the healing on hand in case I in case somebody else gets injured. Sure. So um, th- this is like the the um, convalescence uh, downtime. But for uh, I mean that that will heal you up if you want to just spend like twenty four hours resting uh, all the way. But during that time, while uh, across the the hallway in the galley, um, Xenia's messing with this crystal, uh, there is a a wrap on your quarters, and uh, Zelenon um, kind of sees himself in to to check on you. Ah, yes, uh, Zelenon, come in, please. Uh, Have a seat. I I was hoping for for a word, uh, Cousin Shirin, in private. Once things have have settled down uh, a a bit, uh, uh, may may we converse? Uh, and I, I look around. I mean, I, I, I presume I'm in this bunk with, uh, or in this, uh, uh, this place with three um, beds. Yeah, but it, yeah, if if uh, unless someone else wants to rest the entire day, um, you, I, you, yeah, I imagine I, I, I'm probably in there alone. Yeah, I say, uh, of course, uh, close the door and uh, speak your piece. Oh well, I, I just wanted to say. Uh, 
Well, Trest, I remember you. Ah, I was a younger acolyte, stars in my eyes, many years back. And I just uh, joined the, the 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 station there uh, at the, the Temple of Hylax on, on Clutchstone Ridge. Had worked my way up to that role. Um, uh, part of our tasks there uh, annually were to initiate young children that had certain gifts. Uh, did you ever come to the temple for that, uh, the, the test known as the, the calling of her voice? I did indeed. My parents brought me there when I was but a young cricket, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, um, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be hatchling? It'd be, yeah, like a, like a podling larva. Yeah, that's a pupae. <laughs> when I was a, when I was a weird, oh, that was a wee pupa, pupus. Um, <laughs> Zelenan kind of like nods sagely and psychically continues as oh yes I, I remember you now yes mo- most of the young ones who came all the way up the mountain to the temple they, they already knew that they, they had those gifts but I remember one one host who got there we administered the tests and, and you you touched the, the Kucharn stone of the voyage like all the other initiates and I remember a young one who I, I believe could quite clearly hear the voice of Hylax, but you told us you heard nothing. Do, do, do you remember that? It's been a long time, but uh, this seems familiar. Um, that sounds like me. Uh. I I personally believe that Hylax's voice can be heard by all Sheeran in whom's heart's freedom dwells, but her voice is louder in, in those with the calling. I have the calling and some of my, my ancestors had it. It is her will that touches our minds and our souls, but having seen you in combat and here on the ship the last few days, well, well, Trest, I I believe you have the calling too. You have the calling of Hylax inside of you. Listen, Father Zelenan, I appreciate your ministrations, but I have not been clear with the church in many years. I think you are looking for someone else. I, I, I mean, turn your back on her as much as you'd like, but I mean, these are gifts, these these mystical powers. Uh, if you are not following the path of the Forever Queen, how is it that you manifest these gifts? The Forever Queen has turned her back on us, Father. Oh my, no. She has turned her back on us, and these powers are nothing but a manifestation of latent psychic energies from deep within us. Nothing more. Simple, simple science. That makes a lot of sense hearing you say that. Ah, The the sword you keep at your side, that will not protect you from your enemy's trust. If if Our Lady teaches us anything, it's that 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 is the weapon of the swarm you carry. A a sharp mind will, will beat a sharp weapon and an unbridled soul will conquer anything that our enemies can sling at us. That's very nice. That's very nice, and I appreciate your words. But this sword is is what has kept us all safe, and I will continue to wield it. There, There is something else for you. I, I know. I, I will prey on you to our queen trust, and she has plans for us both. But until you realize the, that she has, and she forever will be a part of your destiny, I, I don't know if you can achieve your goals, my cousin. Well, we'll, uh, we'll just have to see how things go. He kind of gets up to, to leave and, and will make a uh, uh, a healing kind of gesture of, of Hylax over you as, as uh, 
you know, it, it was spread around the, the ship that you got pretty pretty badly hurt against those assembly oozes, uh, and we'll leave you to rest. I'll give him sort of like the Starfinder, not the Starfinder, the SDF salute, which is different <laughs> from the Starfinder salute. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm imagining it's just sort of like like a fist on the chest, sort of. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> like, oh, oh, gosh, I know what that means. I've been watching the space YouTubes. <laughs> no Starfinders here. Uh, excellent, excellent. Um... As we go through here uh, into the next day, um, I'm not sure when Devasho wants to rest next. Uh, do, do you think you'll go like another 24 hours before trying to sleep, uh, Tyler? Nah, he'd rest normally. Mm, you know what that means. We're, we're doing the normal rules for your fun <laughs> disease that uh, that we get to, to play around with here. Uh, make me a fortitude save. It's uh uh oh boy i rolled an eight that's a sit 14 plus one uh and for now i'm going to call that good because uh i think we're <laughs> we're just at dc 14 <laughs> uh but even if you had, had failed this we'll, we'll just double check it after after we wrap up here tonight um you didn't take any damage in that fight right nope so you can even if you fail uh on days that you uh, have full RP. You can spend three RP now and basically succeed. So we don't have to go into a uh, dream uh, deal or no deal nightmare mode. <laughs> uh, if that makes oh, sense. but it's so much fun, Patrick. Why would I not want to do? Well, I've got it prepped. If you want to just go ahead and, and say you roll the one, that's fine. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose to fail this time around, buddy. I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the success. I think even and, and even um, you know maybe now that the 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 battle is past and uh you know devasho has had time to reflect on kind of what he's done what the decision he made mm-hmm. uh i think he would kind of be worrying himself and maybe even seek out the advice of zelenan at some point doesn't have to be right now during the the voyage especially after since he might be talking to trust but i think he needs guidance Mm-hmm. Would seek guidance. Yeah, maybe maybe when <laughs> you do do go looking for Zelenon, uh you, you can like hear him in, in Trest uh, speaking the weather in, in fairly low tones inside his um uh, the the bedroom there. Um, yeah. um, let's um let's go to like the next time uh, a Sprouts Marlow and an Echo Seven are on the the bridge together. Um, let me make <clears throat> some rolls here. Oh, good. All right. So, um, <laughs> go ahead and give uh, both of you guys give me a perception check. All right. If I must. That's a 24 for Echo 7. <clears throat> Echo 7. <clears throat> That's a 14 for Sprouts. Um, yeah. So, thank goodness. Uh, Echo 7, now that you are all aware of the situation, you can tell that, um, like the next day, about 24 hours later, the ship starts to uh, uh, change track uh like it's always making like imperceptible slight movements as it's uh it's it's heading out but it starts like moving in the opposite direction from where it was going uh and taking a look at the the piloting um the 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 course that is set into the computer it has been altered again at some point and almost as soon as you make this realization um the there is an alarm that goes off on the command deck us uh, and the computer is saying that the ship's sensors are now glitching out of pronking course 
I think Debosh is tech literate. Tyler has no idea what's going on. <laughs> so this makes it real easy. Yeah, no, Tyler, you've you've laid back in the cut on just about all computer stuff the, for the entirety of Cosmic Crit. Oh, dude, season two, that's all I did. I just had my tentacles deep in every computer we came across. It's nice just to... I don't let know. Yeah, no, my tentacles being deep in anything. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of engineering. Yeah, you you were the computers one in, in season two. Debosh... Devosh, Bumfuzzle and uh, and uh, Nikithi mm. kind of traded off on the computers deals. Um, but yeah, oh, um, Echo Seven, are, are you heading back there uh, now to see if you can get things fixed yourself, or, or do you want to wait for for Zenia to to get on? Or maybe wake Zenia up. Or yeah, let's let's radio Zenia to get her out of out of her bunk and just Echo Seven's going to go on down there because mm-hmm. he's getting a little tired of this nonsense. Sure. So uh, we'll do a quick scene with Neko Seven and Azinia. Um, getting to where this needs to be fixed is kind of a difficult procedure, uh, as you don't see like anything wrong with like the computers and stuff on the outside. So you have to like rip open a bulkhead and kind of crawl into a Jeffries tube type situation. You know, very cramped quarters, and you're you're like pulling uh, circuit boards out of um, of this. Uh, behind the computer um but it is there why don't you make me an engineering check both of us uh either of you yeah or you can uh aid one another probably a little bit easier with zinnia there yeah it's a 22 for (laughs) zinnia it's a 15 for echo 7 sure so once you're through and you're, you're looking in there uh, this doesn't seem like normal ship damage. You see frayed and cut wires as well as uh, kind of like a fried circuit, short circuit damage. Um, it does not seem kind of random. It seems very targeted for the, the ship's sensors, like someone crawled in here and purposefully did this to you. And are we still on the command deck for this? Uh, yeah, this is like the back corner of the engineering bay where the the power core is but this is linked to the ship's sensors do we have any security camera footage of who's been in this room or anything like that no cameras uh uh, raz junga indeed has been in and out uh over and over trying to trying to get that half rank uh in engineering at least trying to earn his half rank but he just keeps going to the galley for snacks and he doesn't really do much work Patrick, the, this is this is Drew talking, and if this turns out to be Raz doing this to us, I am gonna end the universe. <laughs> Raz is doing his best, Drew. I believe his, in Raz. His level best. Oh, I periodically come in and give him a high five, just just to let him know I believe in him. Doing my best here, boss. <laughs> boss bug. Great work. Great work. Really proud of you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you guys, you guys can <laughs> fix this. It will take a little bit longer to, to fix this system um, because, yeah, it does. I mean, this has all the hallmarks of uh, intentional damage. So sabotage. Is uh, it possible? Right. Is it possible to use the ship scanners to scan our ship? Unfortunately, without uh, a great deal of reconfiguring, no, not really. Blasting outward. I just, I'm, it'd be nice if we could scan the ship and then get like a life sign count and then match the life sign count up against the known count of the yeah. people we have. Uh, also, you said it was really difficult to get back there for a medium sized creature. Maybe easier. For, do we have any, are there any of the passengers? Uh, yeah. Um, happers. Well, let's just kill all, all creatures. 
Apfers, the uh, the little Trinir is small. Uh, I think technically the the Ishtar Decimar might be small, but um, they are kind of towards the end of their pupation period, so they're actually very large. <laughs> well, not large, but like bulky, uh, as they are about to enter their cocoon phase um, to to turn into a, a beautiful butterfly. I think we should start interviewing people. I mean, I know that I'm still in my bed, but if anybody, <laughs> if anybody calls me and asks for my opinion, I'll, uh, I, uh, I call back and I say, when I get finished with this nap, I'm well, gonna have questions. Uh, well, well, how about we just fast forward to the next day where um, you guys can fix that and <clears throat> bring this information to Sprouts. Xantos uh, hears about this somehow, uh, and he's like, word spreads fast on this ship. Uh, How does the word spread fast? If we kept it to ourselves, the only way that the word is going to spread is this this dude knew about it ahead of time. Because yeah, he did is, it. Raz is, is like, a, sorry, oh, sorry. What? Guys, that was me. I, I, I tell everyone uh, on the top deck everything. <laughs> Raz, you're grounded. <laughs> oh, come on. I got to I gotta have access to the uh, the engineering bay to, to, nope. to get that rank up. Guys, oh, come on, please. How, how about if one of you teaches me that, that that'd be helpful. Teaches you how to shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, uh, Xantos will once again tell you, Marlo, it's like you you need to be interviewing everyone here, um, including your own people. Don't we need to be side. backing off right now. Um, yeah, is there any specific action anybody wants to take here? Uh, I know things are pretty loosey goosey on the ship. You've got a ton of evacuees right now that have access to a lot of different areas. It would make logical sense to have all passengers confined to quarters. Restricting access to certain parts of the ship would allow us to further control what is going on. It is a dire necessity, but it is one that we must do to confirm that it is not one of the people that we are aware of on this vessel causing this issue. Xantos agrees. He's like... That is the first smart thing any one of your squad has said. I, I agree. I would first start with Xantos Lochwart. You are oh. confined to quarters. <laughs> what? No. I'm talking about the rest of this hoi polloi. Trust is earned, sir. And I have not earned yours, nor have you mine. How can we trust you all? When you're the ones that got us into this situation. You do not know that. You are not aware of that. Now get to your quarters, sir, or there will be trouble. Is that the final word, Marlowe? Does this one speak for you, or do you just ride him around like a dog? I'm sorry. I thought you were supposed to be in your quarters. Uh, he walks off in a huff. The rest Good. of, of Good. the evacuees. Starfinder salutes all around. <laughs> uh, the rest of the evacuees are, are kind of stunned uh, as well. Um, are you guys keeping uh, Brattleburr on your level? I mean, he's got. Uh, that, I'm gonna go. He's got that. He's down with the sickness, so we've got to mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, he can be confined to that room. I don't think he should be allowed to freely roam the ship in his condition anyway. Oh, yeah. No, yeah he's, can he even he's, get out of bed? Well, let me make that uh, the next day's fortitude save, and we will see. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Natural, <laughs> Natural one. Uh, yeah, so he is now basically bedridden, is unable to get up, and his beard is almost completely gone. You see, like, lesions forming on his face, and he's only <laughs> I, able to get I up. love that you're describing the sickness of a dwarf <laughs> based on the, the quality of his beard. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, he's, you know, mostly bald up top, but he's got a full, full brown bush 
bush ah. beard. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was including the convalescence bonus and uh, <laughs> uh, some medicines that uh, Xantos Locher is able to 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 bring up, but. Um, Unless anyone else has any spells uh, that can make one re-roll a natural one, uh, unfortunately, he's going to go down another level. Uh, Not a witch warper. Uh, I don't really have anything for him. Uh, yeah, and this is the f- physical uh, disease track. Um, I can detect affliction. <laughs> it's radiation poisoning. Right. I already know I, that. I look at him. I look at him. I look up at. I look up at Zinnia and I say, "He's dead, Jim." <laughs> Actually, no, he's only failed a couple. So he's only, I think, at. Uh, impaired or debilitated. I think impaired. There's actually a lot more on the physical disease track than I thought. There's like seven steps, so it is very possible to get him back in time. Uh, right now, you're like only a day and a half away from Ultranius if nothing else goes wrong. Uh, speaking of nothing else going wrong, basically eight hours after you've got everyone quarantined on the, the top deck, the, the passenger uh, deck, um, there is a large uh, klaxon that awakens you, uh, those of you who are resting, uh, those of you on the deck, it is blaring throughout the Terminus Wilds corridors, just about every place on the ship. And all of a sudden the lights go out. Uh, the usual kind of motion activated lights are just failing to respond and you're only getting a dim red emergency lighting along the floors and ceiling. The siren just cuts off as soon as it begins. And uh, you guys hear over the calm system, a staticky kind of silence that's, that's broken just by a uh, I'm going to the bridge. <laughs> uh, you that's, get, that's where the PA system is, to my knowledge. <laughs> you get an immediate comms uh, call from Xantos. What's, what's that? What, is someone messing with the computers right now? I'm on my way, Xantos. It's under control. It doesn't sound like it. The lights are here are, are all out. It it will be under control. I, I will have I will put it under control. Xantos clear comms. There are more important things happening right now. Also, someone get uh, someone to look at the comms. Block Xantos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> midnight squad to the uh, to the bridge. Midnight squad to the bridge. Uh, yeah, you guys can all assemble there. And when you do, why don't you go ahead and make me a perception check on the bridge, like in inside uh yeah well I, as you guys hear and, and kind of see what's going on oh no oh boy some very high 19s 18s and uh we got a one <sighs> and a five. i think um, that's a 30 for zinnia Jeez. Uh, th- this <laughs> is actually it's dim. this is auditory uh as those oh, okay. rolled well over 22 uh <laughs> Whatever or whoever that was uh, being broadcast over the ship's intercom, it sounded like a, a weird, ethereal, otherworldly uh, laugh. It you do not believe it to belong to any of the evacuees. Got a we got a ship ghost. It's another haunted ship. Come on, <laughs> another. You were on. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> I forgot our Halloween special for a second. <laughs> 2019. Uh, Who we got a call? 18. Um, right. So it seems like the power on the entire ship is out. Um, uh, we are indeed in dim light. Uh, you guys are all on the bridge. What do you want to do? Well, if if the electricity is off, wouldn't that point to a problem with the power core? In which case, we should go to engineering. 
No? I mean, I think we came, because of the, the comm systems, we assumed it was on the bridge or on the, the mm-hmm. command center. Were we dumb to assume that based on it being on a ship? or? Uh... I mean, that's what I'm asking. So I, I think mm-hmm. Zenia would check things out on the bridge and, and see if, if it's a problem that she can fix from here, and if not, head to engineering. Uh, yeah, as you guys are on the bridge, it I mean, it seems dark. Uh, you don't see anyone else here. Um, it's its just the, the five of you. Um, and then back in the galley, there is a weird plant monster in the cabinet and, and the dwarf uh, who's uh, who's feeling, I guess, pretty, pretty uh, sickened uh, in like a small cot. Um, I mean, yeah, Zinnia's plan seems uh, seems sound. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm what character that. is sickened small cot? <laughs> Brattleburr bilge bratter of the Brunoa bilge bratters. <laughs> He's sick on a small cot. Uh, I, it might be wise for us to make an announcement to the evacuees to not move and stay where they are and we're well, going to do a we already did that yeah they're they're locked in they right, can't now there's a, yes they're supposed to but there's they have no idea what that was when everything was normal now there's a, a klaxon and an alarm and dim light and they have no so idea. does anybody disagree with going to the engineering bay no right engineering okay. bay okay let's 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 start walking you gotta you gotta call me unit back from Raz and says I, I i got everyone under control up here uh uh, I'll be in engineering in just a minute to make sure the power gets back on. No, Rez, stay where you Over are. Over out. Got it. No, Rez. No, uh, so, my favorite NPC. Uh, who's, who's opening up the, the door to engineering? Uh, I'll do it. Great. Uh, it is indeed uh, lit in in there only by the the dimness uh, of the, the power core that seems to be powered down. As soon as you open those doors, though, oh boy, oh boy, I need everyone to make an initiative roll. Xantos, oh, we need you in engineering. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided you're probably not the one. <laughs> oh no, I just wanted to get eaten. Oh, I see. Oh, good. <laughs> you, you got what I need. But you say I'm just a friend. But you say I'm just a friend. Drew, what was that? You don't know that song? No. Oh, baby, you. Wait, you don't know that song? You got what I need. Whoa, stop. There's an awesome uh, gold devil sitting right here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> come, come. Oh, I pulled it. Calm yes. Down. We have rolled initiative, and uh, that's what you see. As soon as you, you pop open here, Tress, you, you're immediately walking inside. Uh, yeah, I just. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just. I'm, I'm, I hit the door, and I walk in, like, sword over the shoulder. Yeah, this is what you see. This little guy. Oh no! What no. in the pronk is that? It's what? like C three PO and a space goblin put together. Yes, <laughs> oh, space gob three PO. It's a great also, description. And also, sort of like the uh, the giant computer from uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deep thought. Deep yes. thought. Yeah. Uh, and it is indeed kind of flying around. There's a few of them uh, in the engineering bay. And as soon as you walk in there, um, uh, can you make me a reflex save? Trust. Ah, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Oh, Natural no. one. Oh. Uh, immediately before the door is a, a giant uh, grease spit. Oh, <laughs> you fall, fall prone immediately. Uh, and I will put that on the map now. Uh, we need to get one of those like Looney Tunes, like wee, 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 effects for this. Uh, th- I'm going to call that as our surprise round here. Uh, we are going into initiative turn order. I land on my, I land on my butt and say surprise. 
<laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Uh, first in the turn order is Zinnia. All right. Zinnia is hovering above the ground, is, go- is going to come inside the room. Mm-hmm. Flying straight over my grease trap. Yep, indeed. And it's going to uh, uh, target the nearest uh, 3PO goblin thing. Can I identify it? Do I know what it is? A great question. This is indeed going to be a mysticism check, though. Mysticism, probably Mm. not, but I will try. It's a 20 to identify. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you got this, actually. Uh, These are small ship glitch gremlins. And oh, no. are nuisances on many starships. Uh, they are a fey creature. Uh, and with that role, uh, you can find out two things about them. Nope. Uh, yeah, two things. Does it have any special attacks? Special attacks. Uh, besides, it, it does indeed have spell-like abilities. Uh, it has a couple of uh, things under its offense. Uh, category besides a uh, acidic bite, acidic and, and piercing bite, uh, and a wing attack uh, with its small little cute wings. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't notice this uh, until I started prepping this fight. It also has the attachability in case you want one of these little monkeys no. on your back. <laughs> yeah, we never, we did, we're never going to get enough of attach from my favorites. Uh, what else would you like to know? Um, let's see. Do they have any resistances? All right, good question. Yes, yes, indeedy. Uh, besides immunity to fire, uh, cold resistance five. Immunity to fire, that doesn't bode well for my laser pistol. <laughs> oh, it yeah. does not. Yeah, so Echo 7's weapon are a cryo weapon and an azimuth weapon. Break! All right, oh, let's, God, God. let's start this combat, everybody. Uh, what does Zinnia do with that knowledge? Right. Uh, well, knowing that, there's not much point in shooting at it. Um, Stay in your weapon. I could. Well, could I have? I guess I had to be in the room. Make that knowledge. Yeah. To make that knowledge. So I can't then move again. Um, uh, no, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll allow you to have a, a standard. If you want to use your um, standard to move, you can. No, I'm just going to stay where I am, but I am going to pull out my baton and also notify all of my crew members that, uh, yeah, fire and, and ice ain't, ain't gonna, ain't gonna do much. <laughs> it's so nice. It, uh, once again, Sprouts Marlowe to the rescue next, <laughs> the turn order. And you're right at the door there on top of Echo 7. Yeah, so I can just, uh, look at this one and, and take a shot at it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty unobstructed view as Trest is prone on the ground and not standing between you and it. All right, so, uh, Sprouts is gonna, t- uh, there is one kind of, uh, um, on the the western side of the room, <laughs> and Sprouts has a perfect view through the door, so he's going to take a shot at it. Once again, don't let me forget. Let's be honest here. It, it is dim light, but you have low light vision, so yes, no problem there. All right, that's a CR ten or lower, and uh, mm-hmm. eleven on the attack against straight EAC. That's a hit. Woo. All right, that's a total of. Seven points of damage, and he's flat-footed. Oh, geez, Louise. This one looks very hurt already. <laughs> Jeez, stupid sprouts in his electricity pistol. Why not write that into book one? Um, uh, that is going to be your turn if you're sticking on Echo 7. And yeah. Echo's, Echo 7's next. All right, Echo 7, and therefore sprouts are going to take a guarded step. Or just move, technically, because I want to draw... <laughs> A Mark One frag grenade. Mm-hmm. 
as your move action? Yes. Oh, sorry. I left it on the wrong thing. There we go. So we're going to ready a Mark I frag grenade and toss it into the room. Are these guys flying or are these guys on the ground? Um, They're both about 10 feet up in the air. All three of them. Oh, I didn't see this one over there. Um, hmm. So the frag grenade has a 20 foot range. Is there a place that I could hit both of them if I landed it? Would this place work? Uh, yeah, r- right between them. Um, yeah. We'll do uh, and we're going to make that good old-fashioned Grenados. Gets right outside one increment. So I think we're looking at a DC, uh, like, nine. <laughs> oh, my God. Get Drew. Yeah, pretty good grenade range. I hope these things have terrible reflex saves. Just for you, Drew. It's a 10. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Excellent. Uh, that... Uh, will explode right between them, so get both of them in there, but one point of damage rolled <laughs> minimum damage. Uh, no no special uh, ways to get out of damage, though, so they just both... Wait, I'm sorry. That was 1d1 die. That can't be right for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, oh, you've got the macro incorrect. No, is this um, just a standard Mark 1? Mark 1 frag grenade, yeah. Okay, that, that'll be a little more effective if you roll the damage dice. <laughs> Go ahead and roll that now. Just three. Okay, this first one that... Sprouts um, hit. Yeah, the, that Sprouts hit has failed his save, so it's going to take that full damage, and, and the one behind kind of ducks behind the power core, which seems to be completely malfunctioning, but it is uh, going to dip behind it enough to where the power core is going to take that damage uh, <laughs> as well. Um, and it's only going to take uh, one point of damage. Um, great. Uh, that is Echo 7. Trest is next on the ground, unfortunately. All right. Um, well, I'm going to, uh, uh, stand up and try to regain some of my dignity (laughs) and, uh, spin one of those good old-fashioned RPs you hear so much about. And, uh, um, I'm going to, uh, standard action. I'm going to drop a, uh, uh, I'm going to sort of uh, reach, like reach out at some of the mechanical sort of pieces above, uh, above, uh, above the, uh, the, I don't know, in up in the air, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna sort of like pull pull those down with my mind, and they sort of start to click and clack together, and they make like a little like robot-looking thing that sort of like starts to like coalesce into some sort of a tiny humanoid. Um, and the tiny humanoid points a tiny gun at uh <laughs> no at uh uh let's say goblin who's gotten attacked a few times uh the one that is yeah the, the one that's uh, looked really hurt yeah that one all right so it, it mischievously is like laughing uh <laughs> until a summoned gun toting <laughs> construct <laughs> pops up behind him it's like <laughs> Clang, 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 clang. Uh, this, uh, this could be bad. Uh, go ahead. And, so it's got a range attack? Yeah, it's got an oh. arc gun. Oh, no. Oh, no. Electricity <laughs> 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 damage. Um, and we're going to say, oof, uh, let's mm, let's say double attack from this guy. Oh, wow. my. Oh, my. Oh, we're fishing. We're fishing. Yeah. We're, we're wishing for a fishing. So minus four. Oh, no. That's not going to do it. <laughs> All right. First one is a one. That's a miss. Good thing I <laughs> Good thing I uh, rolled twice. Double attacked your purse, but we need... Good thing I rolled twice. Oh! 
Oh, <laughs> natural Maybe. 20. Now, for that, they are they are credible. They are credible. I'm pretty sure, which means I'm going, be. to, I'm going to uh, <laughs> shout out uh, another one of our flanking buddy Patreon subscribers. If you want to get a shout out on the air, like uh, John Civillo. <laughs> Thank you, John, for supporting us for almost a full year uh, of cosmic creditude. Um, join our Patreon. Uh, we have some new stuff coming. I'm very excited about, which actually, when this episode comes out, will already be published. Uh, some some extra content that was voted on by the fans. Dear goodness gracious, our forever queen Hylax. How much damage is this, uh, Jabert? Uh, six points of electricity damage. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. That is uh, enough to blast this thing into smithereens as you see little sparks and bits of code. <laughs> um, uh, and fairy dust? Fairy dust sprinkling all over the uh, <laughs> the entire rim. It's dead. Woo. Yeah. Oh my Good goodness. Job. That was a, a, a clutch decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get around all these. I'm, I'm getting to, I'm getting to use like every single one of the uh, the summons that I prepared. Yeah. I'm like very excited about it. Um, yeah. excellent. <laughs> that that is Tress' turn, which oh boy, thankfully, finally means they get to go. Uh, here, I'm not gonna lie, these little guys aren't great. They do have very fun abilities. I think this one. I think this one's got to go. The, the the bigger and meaner of the three in in the back here. Uh, moves forward, and this is indeed the art off of the cover of Alien Archive number two. Oh, that's dope looking. Uh, Tyler, you, you called this like last episode. I think it's like, is there glitch gremlins in this uh, shit? <laughs> well, it looks like it looks like the electric gremlin from Gremlins two. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what it is. I love the. I mean, there's actually three different. Uh, versions of the art. The cover and two inside uh, the cover is my favorite. It's like, looks like it's made of electricity. And this one is like scraping a hand along the the outer casing of the power core as it moves up towards uh, towards almost everyone except Devasho. And can all of you please make me a reflex save? Boop. No. We are talking DC 14 here, oh, man. and we have These failed. These are slow tonight, too. Failed across the board, except for Zinnia. Yay, Zinnia. Yay. Whoa. Um... <laughs> Well, are any of these mind-altering effects, paralysis, poison, polymorph, sleep, or stunning? Oh, no. Uh, This is a a classic spell I think we've we've had here on the podcast before called Overheat. Uh, And in a cone-shaped burst, uh, you guys are, uh, you feel kind of energy being sucked out of the power core and redirected in your direction. Everyone's taking 2d8 damage. Uh, Zinnia is uh, evading it all. 10 points of fire damage. Yowzers. And it's it's just is nice. radiating in, in your guys' direction. Uh that is that one. This guy is I think uh actually I'm gonna I'm gonna roll randomly see what he does. He does have someone that is kind of threatening in his direction, but they have they have directions of what they're gonna do. He's gonna go the little road road and he's gonna try and kill this summon um trest. Uh so we'll move I guess he has to kind of move up on to it in its or next to its square because um, it, it's small and your construct is tiny mm-hmm. and it's just going to make a bite attack. Um, they're both kind of the same, but bite attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your KAC? Uh, 12. Uh, I've rolled a six and I have missed. 
Grand. Good. Oh boy. Thank goodness. Wonderful. Um, so yeah, it's going to be just right next to your dudes. And uh, that is their turn because we've got one dead one already. Devasha, we are on to you. Back in back in the hallway, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I'm in an interesting position because everybody and everything is in the way. Mm. Uh, well, this looks like a double door, so you can maybe get through it. Yeah, like you, I mean, you can move, move through no, the door, it, but it, yeah, there's, there's a, not well, a there's lot of reason. space. Yeah, there's not a lot of space on the other side, and I threw enemy squares. So that guy is kind of in a really ugly position for me. Yep, you can move through the grease. I will say it requires a DC 10 acrobatics check, and the area is basically um, difficult terrain. Okay. So getting up in that room will probably be uh, most of a, uh, or all of a full action, or maybe potentially two. Um, what's your movement? 35 feet. Um, yeah, so I don't even think you'd be able to get in there past the grease without doing a double move. I have a sneaking feeling that if I double move this turn, they're not going to make it to my next turn. <laughs> no, so no. Let's, no. Go to, let's go to Graviton. Let's move up a ways. And while I'm moving up, I'm going to take out that singing disc that I have. And we're oh. just going to uh, fling a sonic object at this uh, blue uh, arcing demon. The one that just burnt your friends. Yeah, and we're going to try and just uh, uh, defeat it with some some sonic power. Make me that attack roll. Uh, That's a natural 20. My goodness, no. No. Uh, Just because I'm in charge of the audio, I'm going to give my... I'm going to give my... (laughs) A little... Ladies and gentlemen, they reached deep down into their bag of tricks and pulled out a natural 20. Boom shakalaka. That's what you call a cosmic crit. Kaboom. Kaboom, indeed. Uh, Kaboom. Uh, another uh, critical shout out to our Patreon subscribers, because as indeed is going to be a hit. Uh, thank you, Paul Fields, for subscribing uh, at the Flanking Buddy level and above. Thank you. Well, I have great news. That's 17 points of sonic damage. <laughs> sonic damage. Uh, Sonic and the Hedgehog damage. I believe I'm going to have to check here. Yeah, they spilled all their rings. Yeah, that's chili, that's chili dog uh, damage right there. Yeah, when when it like buries itself in the outer casing of the power core as its electronic head just kind of like falls off. <laughs> A little flashing electric uh, sign says uh, game over <laughs> where its body once was. Yeah. That then- one's dead. Navajo reaches out and the disc just shoots back into his hand. Whoa! Uh, hey, uh, I didn't know you were the, the range expert in this party. Uh, <laughs> with thrown weapon? Yeah. Strong your, boy strong. You're deep with thrown weapon. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is turn one, if you can believe it or not. Turn two, Zinnia, we're back to you. Uh, can I fly over the power core in the center of the room? Uh, no, it's kind of connected to the, the ceiling here. Okay. Uh, the area I have marked in red is kind of like impassable. Right. Okay. Um, Zinnia is really mad that these gremlins have been messing with her stuff. <laughs> um, meaning the, you know, computers and stuff and making her look bad, frankly. Uh, yeah. So she she's going to move right up to this gremlin and uh, yell at it <laughs> to keep its paws off of the equipment and is going to um, take a thwack at at it with her baton. Okay. Uh, you, you're just calling out in common at it? Yeah. Uh, it seems uh, intimidating as it sees you coming up. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. It's a CR 9 or lower if it's dim. 
It is dim in here, yeah. The attack is only an 11. Um, so 11 against its KAC, flat-footed, correct? Yes. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, good. So that's going to do a total of five damage. All right. The second little bit of damage on this one. Uh, back to Sprout's Marlowe. Uh, can Sprouts hop from Echo to Trest? <laughs> I'll allow it with a, a simple acrobatics. Uh, I'm encumbered. Oh, you are? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm like, ah! put it fall down on the on the grease again. Uh, so from where he is, <laughs> I guess the same would be that I have for an acrobatics check. Uh, can he jump kind of into the room off of Echo to avoid the grease? I mean, you could hold your turn until I move in because I'm planning to move to the exact spot you're planning to move to. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if, that's if that's fine. what you want to do, either yeah. one of you will have to, someone's going to have to make that acrobatics check. All right. Um, uh, then I'll, I'll hold my turn until Echo. Echo goes. Well, Echo's next. So Drew, give me that that move acrobatics check. <clears throat> okay, so it, it's yeah. So I will make the acrobatics check. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby. I mean, you're you're dex based, right? So you yeah, got this. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a twenty-one. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, even on a one, I think you pass that. So you're able to slowly so, move through. <laughs> it is difficult terrain, but you just want to move like ten feet inside. We're gonna just move five feet diagonally. Uh, yeah, so you, I mean, you do have to move past Trest to get through here, but uh, that is your move action. What you got for a standard? All right, so it could, do I have the capability to draw a weapon while I'm doing that? Yep. All right, we're going to draw the hail cannon because I know that these guys are at least partially uh, damaged by it. And we're going to take a yeah. shot. It does half bludgeoning, so make that that half the bigger half, and you might be off to the races. That attack roll. Apparently that attack didn't roll. Sorry. Okay. I clicked this three times. We might have a... We're going to get three attacks. <laughs> lag on the roll 20 here, yeah? Yeah. I don't know how a lot of people use roll 20. Nope. I just didn't click submit. I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's a 16 to hit. Against its KAC. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah, baby. Nine Ooh, damage. Uh, so... Um, on a one, two, three, uh, the majority of that will be bludgeoning. Do you want to roll that d6? I'll do it. So you want a low roll here. Oh, it's a three. Yeah. Can trust you. So that's five points of uh, bludgeoning that does get through, as the cold is going to be absorbed. Uh, okay, uh, this one's looking really hurt now. And Sprouts Marlow, you have moved in with your comrade. Yeah. So Last Sprouts. Time is going to take a shot with his static pistol and uh, hopefully take care of this old gremlin. Uh, that's a CR 15. That is a success on uh, the trick. The, uh, attack of 10, which I guess makes Ooh. an 11. Against EAC, that's a hit. Yes, for a total of, uh, oh. with a trick, seven points of damage. <laughs> uh, that that is enough to blast this thing to smithereens. Yes! <laughs> and we are out of combat. Not a lot of missing going on this combat. I should say uh, we did get what just the the single miss from I think that this it. construct. Yeah, from the inevitable. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that shot does go wide, and uh, these guys have a little ability that it damages a random like system in the ship <laughs> when, <laughs> when a shot misses. Uh, I, I forgot about that one. That one is going to glitch out the weapons array. Oh uh, man! <laughs> oh no! Oh. But uh, besides that, the the rest of this room isn't too in disarray <laughs> as. Um, <laughs> 
uh, yeah, looking around, there's like little bits of, of these digital gremlins, uh, you know, being illuminated by the flashing lights. There's maybe some uh, coolant being vented from uh, from like the weapons array over there, and the the some broken glass and, and carbon scoring on the 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 power core. Um, but amongst them, uh, their disincorporated bodies, you find a couple of looks like they were wearing as um, like anklets uh, around these gremlins' legs. Um, Mark one rings of resistance. Two of them. Oh, thank. Uh, <laughs> there might it's, be some some rolls and fights about these. <laughs> uh, it's at that moment that, of course, uh, Raz Jungat comes like running down the stairs uh, from up above deck with he's got his like manual of starship repair under one arm and his coffee in another hand and he, she, <laughs> he sees you guys covered in grease and, and uh, burn marks and with uh, multiple ships systems glitching out and says oh, I step away from the power core for a minute and you, you all destroy all my hard work <laughs> yes we thought you were becoming too proficient so we gave you a greater degree of challenge mass Mm. Don't worry, Raz. We didn't think you worked very hard. Well, you guys, uh, I can always count on you to to help me help me get through my engineering courses. Uh, it's only I, because I, it's only because we believe in you, Raz. <laughs> and I fall down again. Trust, trust you, kidder. I just got one thing to, to say about that. What's that? Oh, it's to be continued. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Oh, these things are ridiculous. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, Patrick. You survived a grease uh, trap. <laughs> a grease <laughs> <hit indeed. laughs> yeah. The the other fun thing that these guys didn't do, uh, which is uh, cast the spell hold uh, hold portal, uh, which is just like shutting <laughs> shutting the door behind you and like locking it. <laughs> but like most of you were already inside the room at that point. So I was like, eh. I think a real force is- wall situation could have been created. <laughs> what I, mean. well, I was about to say, Devasho would be like out of this combat. Be like, I'll see you guys later. Again, Devasho, the <laughs> the perpetually outside of combat. That's what happens when you roll a two for your initiative, <laughs> and then it goes in fights, and then it's like, oh well, I'm just back here because. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> two on an issue uh, that's going to be it for this episode a little little long one but you got through a lot of what's ailing this ship but is is this journey over yet oh no of yes. course we we still got a ways to go before Ultranius and we will see you guys then when we play next week uh, thank you for playing with me everyone. Thank, thank you Patrick, thank you, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> listeners well thanks for tuning in you guys have a great week you too have have a good night the boss will Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.